Welcome to Bar Talk Radio, where content, cocktails, and the culture collide with a few cocktails. I am your host, Joy, a.k.a. Ms. Joy in the City, sitting here with my technical difficulty host. (laughs) (laughs) Coming for you. State your name, gangster. Uh, It's Neezy. Off the heezy, folks. Sheezy. Neezy. (laughs) Underscore. Make sure you're on busapp.com. Right, right. And we are sitting here in our first quarantine edition of Bar Talk Radio with our guest, Clinton, from Lifestyle. They can't clap. They can't clap. Yes, one of the hottest hottest clothing clothing lines. Yes, that's out right now. Um, Is there anybody that you, just to jump right in, is there anybody that, we know that you're, it's made in Brooklyn. We know that you moved from pharmaceuticals to teaching to being an entrepreneur. Um, Is there anybody that you would love to collab with that you haven't? Um, when you say collab, you mean like, collab like, like wearing it or wearing it and having someone come and maybe design something. Oh, okay. Um, wearing it. Like yeah. pretty much everybody wore it. No, no, not at all. Not at all. I like the, I like, I like the energy out of Atlanta. So just mm-hmm. like, I, I like little baby. So like mm-hmm. little baby, it would be dope if he wore some stuff. Um, who was on Money Bag Yo? He's wore it before, but I think we could have got like a better some better exposure from Money Bag Yo, just like better mm-hmm. pictures. We didn't really get mm-hmm. no content from it. Um, yeah, like just a lot of the new guys. Little TJ, I like little TJ, a boogie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me let me ask you a question. Um, with you saying those names, right? A lot of time in business, that's the misconception that when people wear your brand, that it's supposed to be out of here. So what's one of the Outside of that particular thing, well, let me not say that. I'm only saying that because I know that. What's one of the best pieces of, you know, advice? One of the one of the misconceptions about being an entrepreneur in fashion. Okay, that that's one of them too. That yeah, that <laughs> Kanye West <laughs> wears a lifestyle one. shirt. <laughs> yeah, right. if Kanye West wears a lifestyle shirt, then lifestyle is just gonna go through the roof. <laughs> sometimes too, like oh, all you gotta do is get. Get Chris Brown aware, and he's going. Everybody going to want it then. So it's that's not always the case either, because it's been a lot of people who pack celebrities in their stuff, and it just doesn't, you know, resonate like they would expect. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's particularly if you're talking about like fashion, when like a misconception would be that you know, just people thinking that it's just like a, it's creative, like it's art class. All you need to do is just all day you're just creating, creating. When that's like there's so many different nothing components. else. Yeah, it's so many different components to a fashion company. Even if you look at some of the companies if you try to apply for a job they got an accounting department they got a marketing department they got a social media department right they got a, a shipping department they got customer service so when mm-hmm. you are like a, a an independent brand and a, like an entrepreneur you tend to have to absorb all of those roles yourself with design mm-hmm. and creativity you still have to find time for that but you know so that's a, like one of the biggest misconceptions that it's not all design and that it's really design is probably just maybe you know, 20, 25%, if, if even that high, of the actual job that you're doing on a day-to-day. I have to find time to design at this point. Like, mm-hmm. so that, and um, I guess in just like the, I guess the, the work that goes into it, people often think that like, I don't want to work anymore. So I'm going to like start a clothing brand or I don't, I'm going to start up my own company because I don't want to work anymore with, just as an entrepreneur, you're working harder than you're probably ever going to work in your life just to like keep things mm-hmm. afloat just to keep, you know, keep your business, you know, surviving. So those are like the biggest misconceptions that I tend to run across with people when they're like talking about entrepreneurship or thinking about entering it. Mm-hmm. What made you want to start a clothing line of all things in entrepreneurship? 
Yeah, because um, it was it was a couple things with that. Um, when I graduated college and I was working in the pharmaceutical industry, I thought, oh, this ain't it. Like this, this <laughs> ain't the next thirty years of my life is right. being around like you know these older white guys forcing conversation, trying to like show my worth. And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. this ain't it. So I was um. I began to like just talk to entrepreneurs or people that I knew were successful by their own means. And a lot of them told me, well, like, if you want to be an entrepreneur or you want to do your own thing, start your own company, whatever you choose, like, make sure you love it because it's, it's a lot of work and it's going to be time consuming. You got to love what you do. So I like really sat back and I brainstormed like the things that I like to do. Mm-hmm. And high on that list was like fashion. I like, I always like to, you know, wear clothes and get fly and like know about the newest brands or the new mm-hmm. trends that was coming out. So that was always something I was interested in. And this was like going back to maybe like 2012, 2013, when I was making gotcha. the decision. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I was like, you know what, if I'm gonna do anything, like, let me try with fashion. And I had a friend who graduated college with me. And he had a um, clothing brand at the time, and he he executed it really well. His name's Kamasi, and he mm-hmm. has a, he had a brand called Free Minds at the time. And right now, he runs like one of like one of the dopest um like trendy stores in LES. It's called The Good Company. They do really good. They you know they get a lot of press. They do really well. Nice. Um. Nice. So he's still in the fashion too, but he was kind of like seeing his project and what he did. I was like, yeah, if he could do it, like not saying it like that, like right, I, right. I'm like. I know him. I'm like, and I'm like, me and him always had similar interests while we was in school. So I was like, I, right. you know, so he kind of like showed me that it's possible to like have something that looks really high quality. Mm-hmm. And that was it. That was like my motivation getting that, having a job that I hate and hadn't seen somebody do it that I knew. So it, ca- it catapulted you into being like, you know what? I can, I can do this. I, this is so, something, this is feasible for me. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it was. It was like, okay, this is feasible. Like, exactly. Right. And I, you know, right. I, would, I would hit him up at the time and he would give me ideas and pointers and just let me know how he created his like um, aesthetic and how he made it look the way he made it look. And I kind of used that as kind of like my platform in the early stages. Right. And it's also important to give back, which is what you do with the Lifestyle Foundation as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm big on that. I think it's important that we like as, you know, black entrepreneurs, you know, mm-hmm. we give back to the community that supports us. I think that's really important. Because I always say if you don't give back to like the community that you like that kind of supports you. You know, mm-hmm. this, like the Chinese restaurant, the liquor store, like that's in our community is just like taken from us and like, you know. Right. Anything and un- unfortunately, we're the only community where we need to actually fight to stick together. Everyone else seems to get in line with that and understand, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's how we move forward financially and economically by getting together as the people to do it. We've seen other people do it as well. Um, how has uh, quarantine changed business for you? Um, Overall, like, Revenue is, is, is it kind of leveled out. Like online, mm-hmm. online had picked up and it took the slack of us losing the, the showroom where people would come in and place orders. So we don't have that option anymore. But online, mm-hmm. fortunately, kind of like had a surge and has a, a surge over the past couple of weeks. So it's kind of mm-hmm. leveled things up for me. But like I um, was saying earlier, it's just logistically, it's become a little bit harder because now I have to like meet the sewers. I have to go to them because they don't want to come into the office to work because it's a lot of travel. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Other than that, you know, it's, I'm making do, making the best of the situation. It's all made in Brooklyn? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Larry. So uh, to double back real fast uh, about the last comment you made, my qu- I wanted to ask you a question. How do you feel about when they say that urban fashion is dead? Like, for example, Virgil made a comment about urban fashion is going to fade away or something like that. What's your, what's your take on that? I'm curious to know. 
Oh, so he said streetwear is going to yeah, die. There you go. Correct. I, I, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't want to quote the wrong thing, but I know it was basically something along those along lines. Along those lines. Yeah. How do you feel so, about um, that being an urban brand? So what, what do you mean urban brand? urban brand? Yeah, what do you mean urban brand? Um, Like, for example, not like, um, I don't want to use the word local contemporaries, but not at the level of where... Basically, like the, the brands that we look up to, like, for example, like uh, Supreme or um, I'm just saying like brands that are like ahead of us. But again, like I said, I'm not sure if you, you can. That's why I say if you consider yourself an urban brand or not, because some people do, some people don't. But so are you saying that you feel you don't land under that category of what he's saying or don't put them in a box? No, no I'm, definitely, <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely streetwear. He never said urban. Like I'm definitely mm -hmm. streetwear. And um, I just depends how people define urban. Like I, I guess at the end of the day, yeah, I'm an urban brand. I just don't. I just wanted to hear what's the definition of urban brand. Right, right, right. Because I'm black makes me urban, or <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's what I'm well, saying. Damn. I just feel like that's cold. That's cold lingo. That's cold. Like <laughs> urban. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. So I don't know what, what urban means, but I guess at the end of the day, I guess I probably would be considered urban for one. I'm black. I'm in, I'm also in the inner city, and I kind of try to like embody well I didn't, I, I didn't want to be the one to say that on camera but yes <laughs> but there is also another urban ish brand that has uh made kanye west a billionaire correct that's what, what, what is what is yeezy looked at as isn't yeah, yeezy but, specifically but, more more so like an urban brand i'm using air quotes but that's what i'm saying that's what i'm asking him how does he feel about that does that do, do you feel that what he's saying is, is it a true statement bad statement agree disagree Oh, um, no, nah, I don't agree with that at all. I don't think streetwear is dead. I don't think streetwear is going to die. People are always going to wear, like, people are always going to wear a t-shirt. People are always going to wear a hoodie. Like, right. and, and the idea in the world that he's in, those are, like, kind of some of the, the, the core silhouettes that define streetwear. Like, Christian Dior, Gucci, Louis, it wasn't kind of normal or common for them to make those, those pieces a hoodie sweatpants, a zip up. Like that wasn't really kind of their 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 world. They were doing more couture pieces, more intricate, mm -hmm. hand sewn, more more like complicated pieces. So when they got into streetwear, that's what kind of their trend that was their kind of translation of it. All right, let's mm -hmm. make a hoodie. Let's make a crew neck. And then the price point on it was obviously through the roof when they did it. But absolutely you know, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think that's that's ever gonna die. I think maybe um it probably won't see we won't see much innovation or like kind of newness in it like you just kind of see it repeating itself like you go from baggy to slim to baggy mm -hmm. so you just kind of see like it repeating itself i don't know how much more we could do to a hoodie i don't know how much more we could do to a sweatpant so right. i feel like you know it's it, to that point it may just be kind of dead with growth or change but as a money making um Revenue or genre mm -hmm. and fashion, I don't think streetwear is dead or gonna die. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you can't reinvent the wheel either. Yeah. Right. You know, with Virgil, like, you know, he what he's doing is some really dope things with his with Off White and with, with Louis Vuitton, but right. you know, he's really, you know, he found his way to kind of like put his spin on it. He put the, the oversized pockets on a on a garment. Like, but you know But isn't that also a little piece of urban wear as well? Like he's putting his own spin on urban wear. Yeah, that's, that's I basically. I definitely don't think he would call himself urban wear. I don't think. 
He no, be, not to. Oh, no, not even. Of course, darling, that's yeah. not happening. He doesn't uh, identify like, with the street, the streetwear. But I totally yeah. get it. And I mean, you know, like I said, Kanye has become a billionaire um, after sending his receipts to Forbes yeah. <laughs> to well, make I mean, it happen. Looking at my picture, Jordan. <laughs> first of all, first of all, look, I respect, I respect Kanye uh, and what he's done. Um, he, also, his music is not the reason why he's a billionaire. It is through fashion, through his sneakers, through his clothing line. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, you know, do you think that Kanye gives the due to um, the fact that he got all of this information, not information, but the style, like it's urban wear. He doesn't call it urban wear either. Are you a fan of the Yeezy clothing line? For me personally, nah. I don't wear. No. I don't wear Adidas. I'm, I've, I grew up on Nike, so for me it was like people always like. I grew up on Nike. When I grew up, it was never cool to wear Adidas. It just wasn't the cool sneaker. So right, you're like, you're from Brooklyn, right? No. Yeah, so I'm stuck in my way. It's just like I just I'm not gonna allow Adidas to like shove muscle down sorry. my throat. Like they, right. you know, you're not gonna put Kanye in it and get Pusha T collabs and get all of these influences collabs. Beyonce was one there. I'm just not, like, that's not going to make it cool to me now. Just because you did that doesn't make it cool. Some of this stuff is dope, but Mm. I do, I am unfortunately one of the people who do identify with brand loyalty. I do stick with... So you're a Nike head. Nike boy. You're a Nike head. You would change it, excite the fans. Sorry, I'm a Nas fan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I ain't gonna front, man, but the Yeezys jumped over the track. Yeah, <laughs> oh, like, did you, I, are you quoting? The nah, Yeezys jumped over the jump, man? You, you have to give Kanye his credit, though. You can't never exactly. discredit what you did. There was exactly. no, nobody's ever created a sneaker that could go toe-to-toe for Jordan, with Jordan. It's Jordan never been not just toe-to-toe right. for, with Jordan, but that made them a billionaire, aside yeah. from Jordan. I, and is Jordan a billionaire? Yeah, he's a billionaire. Yeah. Well, but is it just become, because of his sneakers or because he's Michael Jordan? I, I, I would imagine it's like his whole catalog okay. of investments exactly. and everything. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's my point. So Kanye West became a billionaire because of fashion. It wasn't his music. So yeah, I, I did you look up the what made his own his like his track record to see where the billion came well, from? Th- there are his investments. He purchased land. You know, it's not just that, but the bulk of it yeah. is sneakers. The his the Yeezy clothing line and the Yeezy sneaker line. So we but, have to give props where they. But, but he's never like he's never his, his. I checked like his grossing sales. The Yeezy sales is mm-hmm. good, but it's not. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, not I love so, it. it's good. It's, it's not so crazy <laughs> that it would make him a billionaire. His mm-hmm. sales don't make him a billionaire. What it is, is like, it's basically inflation. Like, when you ask somebody, mm. what, what is your company worth? He times it by 10. If you look at it, his, his, the Yeezy brand is times by 10. So right. that's what made him, that's what shot him through the roof. He, he evaluated his company 10 times what it was actually, what his sales did. So that's what it is. Like, if a company does $1 million in sales, they can get a valuation and say that they're a $5 million company, a $10 million company, even though they only have $1 million in sales. So I had to research. I'm like, wait, how did he get them? I really did. I was like, how did he get the multiply by 10 like that? So right. I, I researched like the valuation formula. It allows you to, to determine your growth. You can multiply it by like what are other people in your field selling their companies at? So if somebody in the fashion or entertainment sneaker world, if they sold their company for five, six times what it was worth, then Kanye legitimately could say, hey, if they sold it for five times, I'm way better than that. I got way more, way more clout. I could sell it times 10. So 
So that's how he really was able to spike it up. His like he's oh that's that co- that's, that's some the, the it's, college it's, numbers coming yeah, out. It's, it's smoking to, mirrors okay, out no. there. Like it's smoking mirrors. Like it's you know give him his credit because he legitimately probably can you know sell that company. That I don't, a, right. But you have to find somebody who's gonna buy the Yeezy brand for a billion dollars. I don't know. Somebody probably will. Do you, Do you think that somebody will actually do that? Um, I don't know. Maybe LVMH would grab it up, but I don't think he's interested in selling. Like he's always expressed that he's in there for the long term for his kids, right. you know, having royalties, and that's why he went over to Adidas for royalties. But um, and generational you know, wealth, yeah, generational wealth as well. Important. I think that's something too that we should definitely like. I know I'm a Kanye fan. I'm not saying like take away the fan. Kanye is in your background. I'm sorry, <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> but I want to say let's give him credit more so too for. Uh, forget the numbers just the standpoint of being able to say yo you know what i'm gonna go where the better deal is and a lot of time in business people decisions with their emotions and not their brain so Mm -hmm. that's one of the reasons why like i'm a big fan of him because i respect the the business moves and when remember this is the same guy that two three years ago was complaining that he didn't have any help and this is what help gets you so for everybody that walk around to my oh i don't need no help from nobody and no no we all need help you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying right trust me right, right. i'm talking to my help right now no i'm not sitting down playing kanye at all like he he's like major accomplishment he's accomplished a lot right. in the world of fashion and sneakers and design without question and i'm not saying not not downplaying if if he got the right and the ability to times his company by 10, then... And people going to buy it? Yeah. Shout out to let's go ahead and do it. It's, it's motivation. It's- That's what it more or less serves. But I will mm-hmm. just, since you are a Kanye fan, like, how do you feel about, like, would you say that Virgil has, like, kind of surpassed him in the design world? Mm. Um, I say... Who's like, asking the questions here? Wow. Because <laughs> I'm always, like, people who like Kanye and, like, are really into fashion, I say, like, well, how does that kind of, like, how does that look to you that like his protege kind of like surpassed him and surpassed him? Mm-hmm. He's not maybe not financially, but design wise in the world of design, he's kind of like um, got some really I say people pieces. Louis Vuitton, right? If, if they had a if they if their their friendship seemed genuine, right? So I would say that I think that Virgil's okay. I mean Kanye's okay with him surpassing them because to the end of the day, I still feel like again. Con- being a Gemini, like Kanye is multifaceted in many different pockets. You know what I'm saying? Virgil can't pick up no mic. Virgil can't rock no arena. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I don't think, I think if DJ. Kanye got genuine love for him, like he say he do, <laughs> which he showed up at his show, mm-hmm. feels any way about about that that aspect of it. I think I think it's it's fine. Mm. And on top of that, it just well, I think it helped him keep his um keep you know we all need a little motivation. You know what I'm saying? So I think in a weird way, it's like that Michael Jordan syndrome where, you know, I could imagine, you know what I mean? Um, what they say, iron, uh, iron sharp and iron, man. Or steel, steel sharp and steel. Sharp and steel. Yeah. I don't, think, yeah, I, don't think, I don't think he feel no way personally. And he probably do, but, you know, as human beings, we'll never be satisfied. That's Kanye, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Well, I mean, also, what I do respect about it um, with everything that we've discussed is also branding and reputation. Reputation is something that people will fuck with your brand because of the reputation of it. And Mm -hmm. um, to segue, 
Um, one of the things that we wanted to discuss today, talking about branding and reputation, <laughs> stop pointing at the Kanye picture. Um, <laughs> as you know, last week, um, we're all unaware of Duce Palooza, correct? In the chat, just thumbs up. Yeah. Okay, so last week, um, there were a bunch of allegations that came out um, about the host, uh, Chris Stiles, uh, sexually assaulting um, a bunch of women, which um, unfortunately, I feel like the brand is going to suffer because of it. And um, I also wanted to, to discuss the difference between sexual assault and um, uh, sexual misconduct. And I think what's happening with these lines becoming crossed, I think that everyone's getting uh, stuck in the crossfire of, um, one, the brand has changed. I saw everybody putting out all these statements. Um, so as a woman, of course, you know I'm going to have my own opinion on it. You know I'm not going to mince my words at all. But as two gentlemen that are entrepreneurs, that are on the scene, that are known, how do you feel about everything that's coming out? What are your opinions? Well, you could take this one, Larry. You want to start it? <laughs> yeah, little, oh, wait, nobody want to touch this with a 10-foot pole? Yeah, um, That's what's happening? Larry, you go first. Um, yeah, this is a very, very touchy situation. Um, I want to start off by saying, um, you know, to all the people, all the women that were, you know, violated my sincere, mm -hmm. you know, I, I feel for them, you know what I'm saying? And, Allegedly. Yeah, Allegedly, allegedly. Because you know we have they, to also make sure we throw this out that these 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 are allegations, whether they're allegations. true or not. They are, you know. Go ahead. I'll say this: one, as a young black man in America growing up, I think a lot of us black men, some of us, I don't think we know the meaning of those two words that you just used. That's problem number one. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um. Growing up, a lot of things that we did as men towards females, even in a joking way, what seemed normal back then is it's not. It's not. Yeah. No, and no. That's where the disconnect comes in with it being from the standpoint of a male. I think some of these males really don't know how to interact with females. And I think that, you know, this should be taken as an example more than anything else. And that's just my He apologized. So, you know, he said he didn't rape anyone, but he apologized for any kind of uh, misconduct or somebody who feels a way about it. Um, but that's kind of like a backhanded apology. But I'm, I'm, I'm on to next. Sorry, now I didn't mean to cut you. I'm just, this is just such a very, uh, like it is a very touchy subject. It is, yeah. It's a very touchy subject, but it's also controversial and it also needs to be spoken about conversations need to be had so once it's out it's like it's like a it's a cut once you expose it to air it starts to heal and, and that's what we need to do with these situations let me add on to that too um for all my young fellow black male entrepreneurs especially you know i'm not gonna single it out to just black males just male entrepreneurs period you know I'm going to always speak the truth. A lot of times when you're entrepreneur too, like, and this don't got nothing to do with that situation. I'm just speaking in general now. You know what right. I mean? When you're an entrepreneur, a male entrepreneur, no matter how you flip it, turn it, you, you attract a lot. And again, like I said in my post the other day, you know, a lot of times the things that we attract come in the form of lust, lust. You know what I mean? Because naturally we all, most of us go off the surface first. So just be very, very mindful, my young black brothers, that, you know, times have changed and it will, it can and will all go down the drain 
in a matter of minutes. In a matter of a day. People, I'm not going to say women, I'm not going to say men. If you don't handle people with class and respect. Respect. And that's all I got to say about that. Read 48 Laws of Power. Clinton, what's your, what's your, uh, what is your take on this? Um, yeah, I, I, I just think probably just a lot of immaturity on his behalf to just like kind of put himself in that position. And like, like you, like Larry was saying, I think growing up, I probably would have been guilty of doing some like disrespectful things to women just because you just thought that was okay to like talk to women that way or say certain things. And well, even to, well, real fast, I got older, like, like to like, let's like, even as a kid, like as a guy, like you might be playing around and like pop a girl on the head or yeah. like you can't do that. There's, nah, there, but, there, but there's nothing sexual about that. That's kind of the, oh, I'm putting gum in your hair because I like you kind of thing. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, you're not, you, you popping her on the head when you're younger is much different from pulling your dick out in a car. Okay. Yeah, just, like, I, 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 I wasn't I, 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 like, like, so, <laughs> just, yeah, like, what? Horrible allegedly, allegedly, I just, I just, just allegedly, like, I don't condone because I, I also, I was also, anyway, like, period. Sorry, go ahead, Quinn. I, I was also like under the impression that, like, the way he was speaking to them was kind of like offensive at times too. Like, not right, right. His, so I'm speaking more for the not, not my actions, more maybe the way I've spoken to women in the past, maybe. Okay. Maybe not been the best way, or maybe inappropriate. I've, as I've gotten older, and like you said, just carrying everybody with respect, no matter the circumstances. I've, I've right. matured enough to realize, like, don't talk to anybody like that—a woman, a man. If, if somebody didn't do anything that warrants disrespect, then you treat them with respect. So, um, right. I just want to say, I just feel like it was a level of immaturity on his behalf to just kind of mm-hmm. put himself in that space to jeopardize mm-hmm. the Palooza brand, not thinking long term. Right. Then this is going to really impact the brand. On my position, the brand itself, right? If, if, right. if this comes out of a woman goes public with this, and right now, women have a very strong platform with that. Like, if they, yeah, if they right. feel they've been yes. violated last because night, or five years ago, 10 years or ago, 27 yes. years ago, or 27 years ago, yeah. we're not talking about Bill Cosby, we're not going into that. I see <laughs> where you're going, but, but here's the problem women have been gagged. Women have been what? No, no, this is a new thing that came out like two days ago. Um. The guy that's running for presidency, is it Joe Biden? Yes, Joe Biden. A woman came out and said that he either molested, fondled, raped her 27 years ago. Whether it happened, it happened. Sometimes you have to understand victims don't want to come forward because sometimes they feel, the problem is that they feel like it's something that they've done. Victims are made to feel like it's their fault. I'm I'm not saying that she, I'm just saying to add on to what he said and just to, say to you, I'm not using Bill Cosby. I'm saying, I was actually talking about Joe Biden because he came out, two, a woman came out against him two days ago and said that, 27 years ago that happened. And like I said, I just said that to add on to what he said about like two weeks. At any point. At any point, yeah. It's- how about don't do it? How about there don't you go, do right? it? Like, yeah. how about just don't do it? Don't be a dirtbag. Like, just, like you said, treat people with respect. Like, don't do anything that will come out because your reputation, it, it, it takes 20 years to build. And one day to ruin. But so what, about, to what about, about a situation where, um, like recently, the the woman who made allegations that she was raped at Chris Brown house, mm-hmm. she winds up, up like dropping the charges and dismissing it. But those allegations mm-hmm. was out there, like the energy is already out there. So that's like, true. Like, but that's know, true. But Chris Brown already has 
But the yeah, unfortunate so- thing with that, Chris Brown already has violence against women in his background. Yeah. Oh, allegedly. Wait, allegedly. 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 <laughs> stop. Yeah. Stop. No, I get it. Uh, it's like it's like it, 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 when there's smoke, there's fire. So let's say let's just say devil's advocate, right? Let's say these women that have come forward, right? They say it's like forty women now. The number keeps going up, right? Let's say only one of those stories is true, allegedly. The fact that he opened the door to that by doing creep shit, everybody's gonna believe everyone that comes after that. Yeah. Because the problem is, the thing is, you, you've opened the door to it. If you had What's a reputation that nobody would believe that you did that, it, it, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't think Bill the, Cosby had a reputation, but 40 people came out and said it. It makes you question right, his reputation. Right, but here's the other thing. They also switched around laws to put Bill Cosby away. There's a whole bunch of things. That whole story. I guess what I'm trying we, to say is, gonna, what I'm trying to say is, like, what about the situation where you, where 40 women are actually lying on you and just seeking a payout or just want some type of, like, no, that, that is unfortunate. There's like, even Pac said it. There's a lot of real niggas doing time because the groupie met the truth and told a lie. See? So, but yeah, well, we gotta, we gotta acknowledge, I think what he's trying to say is like, you know, for as much as we could acknowledge the men being wrong, right? we gotta acknowledge too that it's some We, we can acknowledge that, but here's and the I thing. I think that's but just what, what he was trying to say. But overall, I get fellas, it. Respect ladies. There you go. I that's the right, no, no. Story. I get it. Let's, on a final note, that's it. But <laughs> that's the, the moral thing is, of the story. The moral of the story is don't do rapey shit. Like I had a conversation with my with Bay. And <laughs> he's like, I don't like the word rapey because it sounds like rape. So I'm in my mind, I'm like, okay, rape-ish. How do we like <laughs> like what do we how do you how do yeah. you you know what I mean? I just I wanna understand why it takes something like this. For women to be listened to or heard or even believed, and mm-hmm. I have a you know I'm a woman, mm-hmm. so I, I I never condone any type of violence or disrespect or misconduct because that that I'm a woman, and we already know that women do get the short end of the stick with certain things, and I'm not sitting here crying all that we we all know, so we, that's a whole nother conversation. So moving forward, how do you think we can change something like this? As men, I want to hear both of y'all's opinion on that. Oh, uh, Clint, you can take this. Well, Dad, well, Dad, why is everybody breathing all hard and think it's like? I'm just thinking, like, so how can we change uh, exactly? What are we trying to change? The perception or no? The, the actual, the fact, like, you know, is do we raise our our men better? Well, I as, think like, as mothers, is it come I, from? Does it come from home? Does it come from society? Where, where does it come from where it's okay to treat women like this? How do we stop nipping in the um, bud from there? Let me, let me, let me, let me jump, let me jump in and say, I, let me, I'll I take this one first as a matter of fact, seeing that I can't get my connection to work better. <laughs> um, I feel like, like I said, part of the problem is I think a lot of men don't know the difference. So like how they do campaigns about non-smoking, um, don't do drugs, um, those type of campaigns, I think we definitely need a campaign like a, for example, some men feel don't be like a creep. Campaign? Yeah, like, for, like, like, like <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh. Growing up, right, I saw men that would try to talk to women. They would like as part of a mechanism. Now, again, I don't think the men meant any harm by gently grabbing a female's arm to get her attention. 
But I realize now in adulthood, you can't do that. But I, but growing up, I saw that. And it, even when men did it to women growing up, it was not a problem. You understand what I'm saying? Like, no, and here's the thing. It was a problem. Nobody said anything because it seemed like it was okay. Sorry, but go ahead and continue the, your and point. That's oh, sorry. The point. Right. And that's the point I'm trying to make. I think there's still a select group of men that think that that's okay because they grow up, they grew up seeing that possibly and right. it is not okay for you to put your hands on a female without her consent and i a woman, get that but i love you know we go back and forth with female woman. and women every week <laughs> and i get that to the t and women y'all cannot put your hands on the men either <laughs> oh I, uh, that's a whole other story we'll say that for another day but okay i think right. that you know i i, I think that was uh uh a good way to put it. And I think that maybe we should have seminars to teach men how to treat women. I'm saying this with sarcasm. Just yes, understand that. Yes, we, we definitely <laughs> need that. We need that. All right. Clint, that. What, Clint, then, what are your final thoughts? Oh, wait, sorry. I don't mean to cut you. Go ahead, Larry. Yeah, then you got to factor in too. You got to understand a lot of us grew up, you know, in, uh, there goes that word, Clint, in urban culture. <laughs> and in urban oh, culture, my we see God. these music videos, we, we, we grew up watching, seeing how women are portrayed. Oh, and a lot of it, now that mm -hmm. I'm older, I realize it's smoking mirrors, and that's not really how you're supposed to treat women. But like I said, growing up, the representation that we've been programmed to see, a lot of it makes it seem like it's okay. And I'm here right. to say it is not okay. But again, part of fixing the problem is acknowledging where a lot of the problem stems from, in mm -hmm. my personal opinion. And that's all I got to say. Thank, thank you, sir. And, and cl closing thoughts, Clinton. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree, I agree with Larry, definitely. I think that it, it is a lot that it comes from, like, kind of a societal thing. But I just would say, like, in the, like just to wrap it up, I would say I think it's even bigger than a, a air quote, urban issue. Because it's like, right, let's not forget, it was Donald Trump who said, you know, grab the woman, he grabbed the woman by the pussy. And yes, Harvey Weinstein, mm -hmm. who was in the same boat right. as Bill Cosby. Yes. And they're not yeah. black. So that's just, it shows you that this is just kind of a problem that's kind of in the society where men are kind of like put above a woman and that men think that they could kind of do things that they shouldn't do to a woman if it's say, if it's touch or whatever. So I think it's like to, to solve the problem, I just think it's, I don't know, just like, don't, like you said, don't do rapey shit. Don't do rapey <laughs> shit. Goodbye. I'm so don't. I feel like it's take female. Take yeah, responsibility was, as an individual. Was it Bill O'Reilly? He did the same thing. He had to get let go because of um. Matt Lauer did the I, same I, thing. Like I, no, no, I know it's not just a, it's not just a community thing. I hear what you're saying, but I feel like it's also a, about it's individually, like not doing something that's disrespectful doesn't feel right. This all these allegations are against one guy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because he made a choice individually. It. Allegedly, he made the choice to do it. That was his choice. So. I feel like we have to all take responsibility as individuals and be like, you know what, this is not cool. Yeah. And I think that's the problem. There's no accountability. So I believe there is now. So we'll see how that goes. But um, yeah, and I guess that's that. So before we close out, gentlemen, thank you for a very pretty intense, uh, okay. today. Look, look, pretty look, look, intense look. guy. All right, Larry, <laughs> you're sweating over there, Larry. You want to talk? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Larry, you gotta be careful man. with this you're one. You, you, yeah, you gotta be look, careful with how you respond. Look, look. Cancel <laughs> yeah, culture you coming light, your man. way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know, I've got a thread light, man.
Um, okay, so real quick, we're just going to do rapid fire before we jump out of here. And I, I think I already know, I'm just going to, it's just two, um, I'm going to throw out two things and you just pick one, which one you prefer. So I think I know the answer to this. Yeezy or Jordans? Jordan. <laughs> Nas or Jay-Z? Jay-Z. Okay, Hennessy or Duce? Duce. All right, Jill Scott or Erica Badu? Erica Badu. And there we go. And then that's that. So <laughs> just want to say thank you so much, Clint, for coming in and chopping it up with us. Thank you. Yeah, no, this was this was fun. I can't wait to hear the yeah, playback yes, on this. Larry, thank you for being the devil's advocate as always. <laughs> and um, we're going to go ahead yes, and uh, yes, check yes. this out next week so we can find, tell us wait, where we can find. Before he goes, go. wait, Joy, wait, before he goes. Okay, wait. What's up? My final question. In a movie about your life, what song plays in the closing credits? Mm. Um, probably Jay Z Beach Chair. Like that, that. Wait, that's did you say that's the same yo, thing you said? Crazy, great minds think alike. Crazy, yeah, that's literally. Fact, that, we've had that question, and that is Larry's answer. All right, y'all. Yeah, great minds definitely do think alike. Uh, where can yeah, we get Lifestyle? Man. Is it? Give us the website. Uh, it's LifestyleNYC.com. You spell it L-Y-F-E. LifestyleNYC.com. Got it. And then, of course, Brooklyn or Bus. You go ahead, get your, get your, your promo. <laughs> and Bar Talk Radio. Right. And we'll, we'll catch y'all next week. For sure. Peace. Peace. All right, y'all. All right.